ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is the 315 with Brian Higgins. All right, rolling along here on this uh, Monday. Got a recap in uh, the basketball weekend. We'll get to the Bills here at the top of the next hour. Heather Persak, CBS 4 in Buffalo, set to join us as she off does. But uh, clear your calendars, 2.30 every uh, Monday for the rest of the way, unless there's uh, funky schedules or whatnot. But we'll uh, cross those bridges when we get to it. But 2.30 on uh, Mondays, Red Autry will be joining us every week. Brought to you by Apex Entertainment and 110 Grill, both of them which can be found in Destiny, USA. For the first time, uh, we welcome in Red. Uh, Red, uh, good to uh, chat here. Uh, well, welcome to the show, and uh, this will be fun to do this every Monday with you here for the rest of the way. How you doing, Brian? First, how you doing? Happy New Year's. Look forward to uh, catching up with you on Mondays, man. Yeah, absolutely. Can see you there uh, in your uh, in your office at the Mellow Center getting to work. Busy week with uh, Virginia Tech on Wednesday. And then uh, Notre Dame on Saturday. Nice that it's both dome games, and we'll we'll get into that red. But uh, we'll start with Virginia. What what did you make of this game? It, it's weird, you know. The final score, you lose by seven. That okay, that's that's reasonable. But uh, did you feel like you had the chops there to make that comeback in the second half after it, it was a big hole to get into? Well, I feel like uh, the guys. Um, obviously, we made a late push, um, but I thought uh, early on. Um, some of the missed points we left out there, a couple of breakdowns, breakdowns defensively. Um, uh, the hole was got, you know, was a little bit too big, and obviously we made a dent into it. And you felt like, you know, when you think now back, if we could have uh, kept it within, you know, four or five points or seven, um, now you make that run. Now, you know, maybe it's a different story. You know, so I think uh, just a lot of uh, points that we left out there, missed free throws. I mean, not missed free throws, missed opportunities. Uh, and then some um, uncharacteristic turnovers, unforced turnovers that really kind of, uh, you know, when you make that run, those things kind of really come to, come back and just bite you more, more and more. You think about it. Yeah, yeah, because it's what you're right. I mean, it's one where the the last ten minutes you guys didn't really set a foot wrong, but it, it's uh, it's too much certainly against a, a Virginia team. You know how stout they are uh, defensively, right. and you know slow start on offense. You know, first four or five minutes really took a while to to figure out a, a little rhythm out there. What do you think it was at the start of the game? Well, I mean, Virginia, is, it's, it's always, you know, Virginia, when you play against Virginias and certain teams that are really, really good defensively, um, you know, the first couple of possessions, man, you're just trying to really uh, um, figure some things out, you know, in this particular game. And not say figuring out, but, you know, it's always you got to keep going at them and getting trying to get the best shots. And eventually, you know, you'll get them to kind of break down at some point. But, you know, Virginia is always going to be a difficult game for anyone just because, you know, they, not only are they the best defensive team in our league, you know, they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. So uh, mm-hmm. they give a lot of people problems, especially early on, trying to, uh, you know, getting used to the way they play. And, yeah, you know, that you've dealt with it for years now. That's a year-in, year-out thing dealing with the with their defense that, that hasn't changed over the years uh, with Tony Bennett. We're talking to Red Autry here. He'll be joining us every uh, Monday on the show from uh, here on out. And uh, Jesse ha- had a struggle of the game. Co- Coach Beheim called it a mystery uh, after the game. It felt to me like Virginia was you know doubling him maybe faster and harder than, than he's seen all season from anybody. How tough is that uh, for him to deal with? Because that, that is not a thing that, that happened to him last year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's new to him. Um, obviously, he, you know, we 
we knew um, that they would bring the double. That's what they do. Uh, I think they were physical with him. I thought, uh, you know, I thought for the most part, you know, he had two turnovers passing out of the double team, but we, he also created two shots. And I think one of the turnovers I thought we could have eliminated. But for the most part, um, you know, that's what they do. I thought uh, he did a, um, you know, he was, you know, he didn't, we didn't handle it as well as we wanted to, you know, and we prepared for that. But, you know, for the most part, I think that's something new for Jesse being double team, and that's mm-hmm. something that he's he's obviously adjusting to. Not every team does it. Um, some teams do it uh, different ways. Come from the baseline. Some teams double teams are not as aggressive. Some people double on the bounce. So he's still kind of figuring those things out. Um, so, but for the most part, um, you know, I think he's he's making the adjustment um, as well as you know you would expect for someone first time kind of experiencing that a type of attention what, what is the next step for, for Jesse in a situation like that Red? you know once you kind of know and you said you know Virginia does it more than anybody but you know is it patience is against it is it acting quickly before they get there what, what what's the next step for a guy like Jesse well I think he has to I mean I think sometimes he has to just make his move quicker um and uh and I think uh, if he makes it quicker, that that'll help. That would help. But I think uh, it, it all depends. I mean, sometimes it may be taking an escape dribble and getting it out of your hand quicker. But the, the, the biggest thing that you have in those double team situations for Jesse is either make his move quicker or really kind of get the ball, you know, create some space and get the ball out out of his hands quicker, try to catch the defense in rotation. Because if you take it, if you dribble back and take too long to get the ball out your hand, it allow those guys to recover. So you want to kind of get get them uh, in rotation. So everything has to be a little bit quicker, whether it's making a move or getting the ball out of his hand. And I think we know just the way teams are defending your team. Like They're probably not rotating off Joe if he's sitting on the outside. Uh, that means uh, you know that it's probably one of your forwards that maybe is next on the list. Uh, you didn't have Benny Williams uh, this last game. He, he was under the weather. When did you guys know that Benny wasn't going to be able to go? And how tough was it to go through the game without him on Saturday? Well, that was a, that was you know we probably figured that we we found out you know kind of a game time right before the game. Um, but I thought I thought Malik filled in admirably. I, I really do. I think you know when you talk about uh, production from that spot, you know you know if we can get ten and twelve points and eight rebounds um, from that spot. Typically, that's a good sign for us. And I thought Malik did that. You know, I thought Malik really got in there um, and uh, battled, got a couple of extra possessions offensively, made a couple of uh, nice attacks, got to the foul line, you know, converted on his free throw. So I thought Malik was fine. I thought he really filled in and did a, um, a really, really good job. And it didn't feel like um, just from a production standpoint, you know, uh, we didn't miss uh, <clears throat> um, the Benny from that aspect of it, you know. Uh, you know, Malik, uh, he played 36 minutes uh, career high. It was the last 36 minutes of the game, actually. Uh, John Bull started. You made one sub and uh, ran it out the rest of the way at 10 points at eight boards. I, I think Coach said something after the fact, you know, don't want to toss the guy to deep end of the pool as a freshman at Virginia. It's kind of a uh, a home game uh, for him. But I guess he acclimated pretty quickly, right, once he, once he subbed in the uh, game. Yeah, he wasn't going to drown, man. He was in the deep end <laughs> against Virginia. But, uh, no, he again, um, I, it was a big game for him. Um, I think uh, as a freshman and coming, you know, you know, being from around that area, you know, about an hour away, uh, so it's kind of a home game for him. And you always, as a freshman, you know, even whenever you when you play back home, when you go back home, you want to play well. Um, and obviously, when I thought, uh, I thought he did again. 
being like Coach said, throwing him in there and playing that many minutes, I just thought he did a really good job. All right, uh, Adrian Archery with us, as he will be uh, every Monday at this time, brought to you by Apex Entertainment, the 110 Grill, both in Destiny, USA. And uh, Red, the, the small forward spot this year, has uh, it's been kind of all over the map because it, it is all freshmen uh, that you have there with Chris Bell starting, Justin Bell, his uh, or Justin Taylor, pardon, his initial relief, and sometimes we've seen uh, Kadir Copeland. Uh, what's it been like to manage that? Because consistency, obviously, is is the hardest thing to find when you're looking at a group of freshmen. You know, I, you know, uh, to me, I think it just speaks to the talent that we have at that group uh, with the with those three guys. Um, and I kind of take all of their stuff and combine it and look. This is what we're getting from that position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we have shot makers, two really good shot makers, and Chris and Justin. Um, uh, and I think uh, you know it, it gives us some, you know, different different looks at times. So uh, you know, again, it, it just speaks to how good you know those players are and the depth that we have that we can kind of go you know with those guys. You know, sometimes we do go three deep uh, depending on the game. So you know, it really just speaks to the depth. But both of those guys, you know, all three of those guys are really good players. You know, uh, in particular, Justin and. Justin and Christian, you know, they shoot the ball extremely well. Obviously, they got to make some you know, adjustments from, from a, on the defensive side, and that's where, you know, you know, I think both have had their struggles at times, which is expected as a freshman, mm-hmm. um, and, and playing play, playing in college. So, but for the most part, you know, I look at it as having two guys, and I combine whatever they do, and I look at it, that's what we get from that spot. Uh, and when you look at it uh, defensively. It, it, you know, it, it takes a while, I guess, to, to figure it out. It, w- would you prefer, I guess, from, you know, young guys figure it out uh, on defense? Uh, if they're going to make a mistake, w- would you rather a mistake of aggression <laughs> over uh, being a passive out there? I mean, we always talk about making aggressive mistakes and, and, and stuff like that. If you're going to make a mistake, let it be aggressive and things like that. But, I mean, I think at the end of the day, um, they're learning as this, as this, as we go. Um, the reads, uh, the... The, the game plan of certain teams, you know, and, I, and that's a lot, you know, to, to not say a lot, a lot, but it's, it's, it's hard to kind of pick up at times, you know, what you're supposed to do and as opposed to making a reads of what the, what the other team is doing and trying to attack. So, and the first one are just not used to that. That's why they, you know, sometimes you have the, you have that inconsistency and up and downs. Yeah. I, I imagine this must've frustrated you at points this season, but the, there's gotta be times, you know, if there's a rebound loose, right? You'd rather see them aggressively go try to figure it out and, and get it wrong than, than stand there and watch, watch the other team grab the board. Huh? Yeah, sometimes you know I said just throw your, just get it just get immersed in it. And if you get a foul, you get a foul. You know, don't worry about it. Um, we have talent, we have depth. Mm-hmm. So just go out there and just play hard as you can. All right, Red uh, Virginia Tech in the dome on a Wednesday. Uh, go figure. It's twice this season you actually play Virginia and Virginia Tech back to back. You'll do it in the other order the next time coming up later this month. Uh, what's Virginia Tech this year? I mean, I'm looking at their roster. I see a lot of familiar names. I see a lot of guys that can make threes. That feels a lot pretty similar to the last uh, couple of years. Is this kind of the same thing we, we've grown to expect here the last few years with the Mike Young outfit? Uh, Virginia Tech, same thing. You know, for, you know, guys, multiple guys that can shoot the basketball. Uh, they experience a um, uh, good passing team, very good defensively. Um, they've come off a couple of close losses. You yeah. know, I think three or four of them um, without you know one of their best players and uh, Contra Couture. You know, an elite shooter. Um, he's really grown his game. 
you know, even with even with that being said, them losing those games, you know, it was like, I think it's like a combined like 14 points. So they've been they've been competitive, a competitive team, disciplined team, um, skilled team, and, and they compete on both ends. So same Virginia Tech, well, you know, uh, they do a really good job of competing and sharing the basketball and playing together. So this will be a challenge for us. Yeah, yeah it always is. You're talking about Hunter Contoret, who's been out hurt. I, I guess Coach Young said earlier today on the. Uh, the ACC conference call that he's still not sure if he's going to be able to go uh, on Wednesday. How big of a difference is he? Because I think we've seen it in the dome before. Like that guy is not afraid of a, a big moment or a big shot. How big of a difference is it for them uh, whether he can go or not on Wednesday? Well, you know, he's a veteran guy. He's been there. You know, he's so he's you know he's he's one of their leaders. You know, um, and they have a you know good group of leaders there, you know, seniors and Justin Mutz and Couture, those guys, they, they've been around. So uh, it's important. You know, obviously, they need him. And I think, uh, you know, if you look back and you see some of these close losses without him, you know, those could be victories instead of losses. So he's a bigger piece of what they do. Yeah, they, there's four losses, streak they're on. It's an overtime loss at Boston College, a two-point loss at Wake. They lost by three to Clemson at home at uh, Castle, and they just lost by four at home uh, to NC State. Uh, so uh, these, these are not blowout losses by any means and then you turn around it's no. the, the, the it's the first year double ups coming up later this week with Notre Dame and that game couldn't have been more down to the wire than it was uh, the first time when you played him in South Bend uh, a little more than a month ago what uh, uh, what do you take out of the first game that you bring Saturday here later this week you know, uh, the one thing about Notre Dame, we all know that they, they can shoot the basketball. They can score the basketball. I thought we uh, uh, we did a, a really good job at the end of the uh, – late in the game. Uh, they missed a couple of shots. Uh, we got the ball inside. I thought Jesse, you know, that was probably his – probably one of his best performances of the uh, in, in conference play this year, you know, where he was really dominant inside. He was a force. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Notre Dame, very good team, veteran team. Uh, they got one of the uh, seniors back. He had just was returning uh, when we played him the first time there, and he's been uh, in, in a groove. Uh, uh, Hammonds, I believe his last name is Hammonds, lefty from Niagara. Really good player. So, you know, uh, Notre Dame always has good shooters, and that'll be a – again, it's, it's the ACC now, so every game – is a challenge. All right, Red. I'm told I must ask you this before we let you go today. And again, Red will be with us every week. Uh, I'm told you. I'm told you got a hole in one this summer. We we need the details. Uh, we, we, Red on the golf course. So where? How far? How did you pull that off? Uh, it wasn't. It was. It was uh, la- two summers ago. Two summers. Okay. Uh, two summers ago, down in uh, down in Florida. You know, par three. Uh, I just started playing, just messing around and. I mean, it just went in, and the, you know, the people that I was with, they were more excited than I was. I didn't know what was going on, <laughs> and, uh, and now, now going into year two, I was like, man, I'll never make that shot again. <laughs> uh, yeah, just started playing, just messing around, made a hole in one. That that's a sentence that will piss off any golfer walking the face of the earth that you're able to. I know, do, I know, do I know. All right, Red. Uh, good to chat again. Red will be with us every Monday at two uh, thirty. Good to kick it off here this week, and uh, good luck with the games on Wednesday and Saturday. Thanks for a few minutes. Red. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you later. That is Adrian Autry, one of the Orange assistant coaches. We'll have them all here uh, throughout the week, various days and times, where Red will be joining us on Mondays at 2.30, brought to you by Apex Entertainment and 110 Grill, both to, both of them in Destiny, USA. Of course, uh, not next Monday. Uh, reminder to yourself, tell Red, not next Monday, uh, because there is a crunch game next Monday on Martin Luther King Day in the middle of the afternoon, so we will have to uh, reschedule that one. But uh, in theory, we'll be joined by Red on Mondays at 2.30, Brought to you by Apex Entertainment and 110 Grill, both 
in Destiny USA. Always good to chat with him. We'll take a break. Uh, turn the page. Talk a little Bills when we come back. Um, the Bills have had a week unique in the history of the NFL, and the first play of the game was an unbelievable capper to it. Then they played the rest of the game. Who cares about that? Bills won it. Yeah, whatever. The first play of the game yesterday, though, that was a different kind of electric in Orchard Park. Talk about that. Heather Prusek, who was at that, will tell us her experience of uh, being there and covering the Bills this week as well, coming up at 3. That's the next little bit here on the program. It's the 315 on a Monday afternoon. It's QSportsTalk.com at ESPN Radio.